Hello and welcome to another episode of His and Hers Boxing. Uh, you can get us on iTunes, Spotify and CastBox, so please subscribe and download our latest episodes. Also follow us on Twitter at, at His and Hers Boxing, where we tweet general boxing trivia and a lot of nonsense, really, so join in on that. Uh, I'm Lee Costello and I'm here with Neve Campbell and we were going to kick the show off today talking about the big St. Patrick's Day event. Uh, Shakur Stevenson was on, Michael Conlon was supposed to be fighting, but like most things with COVID-19 uh, on the loose, it was cancelled and it looks like it's going to be postponed for the foreseeable future, as is all sport apparently. Uh, Neve, how did you find this weekend that has been a, a famine of sport? Yeah, so it's depressing, like, isn't it? It's all you hear about is coronavirus everywhere. Yeah, there's like, nothing to talk about. There's nothing to talk about. And what we were saying is, I would always just have Sky Sports, even sometimes if it's on mute, just sitting on in the background. And you kind of go to, because we are journalists and stuff, um, and the news tends to be bad news. So you kind of put Sky Sports on because sport yeah. news is always just something different. It's escapism. And now it's not even that either. It's just rolling coverage of coronavirus what sport it's affecting it's not even news i think anymore that the sports that it is affecting i'm actually more interested in all right well what sports is it not affecting at this stage because it has infected the media yeah see what i did there awful it's bad <laughs> and uh lee I, are we pronouncing that right is it covid or covid 19 i oh actually God. i don't even know i don't know well we can just blame it on the accents anyway yeah exactly so um that's a good covid thing. covid uh but yeah, so like we were saying, Lee, you said you saw a tweet the other day and it actually is very true. Like, does Sky Sports and BT Sports expect people to still pay their full sports subscriptions? Because it's such a sort of expensive add-on to your regular subscriptions. You know, if you're just getting constant coverage of, you're not getting the sports you're paying for. Um, Premier League's gone, you know. Irish yeah. League's gone here as well. That's uh, I'd have done a lot of work for the Irish League, so that's me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are me unemployed. Done for the next couple um, weeks. Means more boxing podcasts, though, except we've got nothing to talk about. <laughs> well, that's thing as well, of course. See you next week. We've been, we've been wanting to start this boxing podcast for literally well over six months, and then we finally do, and a virus hits, and we've got nothing to talk about. So it's like Saul's law that this happened. Look, this if there's time. one thing we can do, it's talk about nothing. Um, yeah, can I just say, too, Sky Sports News... Uh, one of my guilty pleasures oh that's not really guilty is like when you see that yellow bar um, uh-huh. floating across the bottom screen you know means breaking news yeah. I just whatever I do I just stop and then really disappointed when it's something to do with cricket but more often than not you know it's like massive transfer or Pogba's injured again and, <laughs> and I just get happy with information like that yeah. <laughs> uh, but no back to the boxing we were going to talk about Shakira Stevenson defending his title uh, Michael Conlon was supposed to just get through this fight with the idea of it uh, teeing up a world title fight in the Falls Park. This is all just rumours, but that was meant to be uh, the plan anyway. F- uh, fighting for a world title uh, in the featherweight division. Well, Michael Conlon, what, what do you think, Neve? Um, Of Michael Conlon in the current featherweight division? Yeah, well, just what do you, what do you think of him in general uh, as a fighter? I think Michael Conlon is a good... Obviously, he's a good fighter. He's got that whole Adam Booth style you know the head movement he's quick quick hands quick quick head movement um low hands too isn't it you know yeah just yeah, yeah. Shit. he loves to switch, switch yeah it. um but he's one of these people and i've said this ages ago too him getting that ludicrous decision at the olympics that propelled him 
into fame because obviously it was so corrupt and he yeah. swore on the BBC and all the rest of it and no one really knew who Michael Conlon even was before that like even people here in, in Northern Ireland and Ireland yeah um it helped his career a lot I honestly think maybe if he had won he wouldn't even be where he is now if you know what, you know what I mean I don't yeah, think yeah. I mean um I suppose that's his silver lining and stuff. You yeah. know, it propelled him into a into a spotlight that he that maybe a gold medal wouldn't even have got him. Yeah, uh, I guess far in the pro yeah, rankings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, in terms in terms of of uh, backing backing, you know, from big promoters like Top Rank and things like that, Bob Arm and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's a really big deal. But yeah, so it seems like he's going to be in the title mix, uh, and you could argue that it's like a little bit early in his career and stuff, but. You know, he's 28. He's been an amateur. He went to two Olympics. Is, you know, Olympics is his. Olympus. You know, when amateurs make that decision to do another four-year cycle uh-huh. and stuff uh, and then eventually do become pro, does, are, are you know, are they novices in the pro game completely or does the amateur experience that extra four years, does it, does it mean they get to fast forward a little bit in the professional ranks Lomachenko is the obvious example but I mean the things he was going to do second more fight I think was a world title fight um, but he was always just going to go and do mad things you know I think he is not to take anything away from him because he obviously is like a top notch boxer it's just that featherweight division at the minute it's probably the one that's the most on fire in terms of the most exciting in all the divisions at the minute um, you know, like we were saying earlier like Gary Russell Jr uh, Shakur yeah Stevenson yeah. yeah there's Josh Warrington Josh Warrington there's about there like that's the reason Rampton moved up yeah you know well, what I mean like not just well, that but obviously whenever Warrington beat him he would probably like you know what I have probably a better chance of becoming a world title again we'll meet up or whatever yeah uh, saying that Jamal Herring is no <laughs> easy task either like you know going up to fight him but I mean the size of him alone but yeah, no, I know, I know, I know what you mean. I, I just don't know how Conlon mixes with the like. I, I, in my head, something like a Josh Warrington, who oh my god, is, I. he's just so relentless. Like he's like, oh, you know, but you can outbox him. You can outbox him. We thought that about Carl Frampton. Yeah, we definitely thought that about Lee Shelby. We thought, I mean, I remember in the build up to that fight, it, it just seemed so obvious Lee Shelby was gonna, you know, take him around. Mm-hmm. You know, it was his style was this come forward pressure fighter. Oh, that was built for Lee Shelby. Lee Shelby's a boxer. A boxer always beats a fighter and a scrapper and all this stuff. But I mean, Warrington absolutely dismantled him, bullied him. Warrington was really not a favorite in the bookies as well. No, and neither of them fights. No, that's the thing. That's the thing. Um, we watched that fight accidentally. We were. Do you remember that? We were out. That night, yeah. well, um, I, I accidentally I went somewhere that was showing the fight on purpose. But we, we ended up in this really, there's just really posh uh, hotel in Belfast. It's like five stars called the Merchant, and the bar that's attached to the cloth here. Do you remember? Like we were like, we couldn't believe it. Always showed the boxing because it's proper five star yeah. middle class. And yeah. Next thing, we, us in with a group of smicks. Yeah. I like watching yeah. the boxing, but then it actually did get done up now, and it, it isn't showing the boxing anymore. Raging. But that's where we were that night. We ended up watching it, and we couldn't. We couldn't believe it. Yeah, um, I really thought uh, Lee Shelby was eventually going to get a hold of the fight. Um, but he just never did. Josh, Josh Warrington ran away with it. But the point is, you know, could, could Conlon do something that Lee Shelby and Carl Frampton couldn't? Well, I don't think so. Um, and this is just Warrington in particular. And, but there's big arguments that Gary Russell Jr. is even better than Josh more, Warrington yeah, anyway. Yeah. You know, they say he's the fastest hands in boxing, things like that. Um, how, do, how do you think he fares out? It's one of those things, like, put it this way, and I... 
I love Frampton as a person, but I also think Frampton is a top quality boxer. And we were at that Warrington Frampton fight, yeah. And like he did, like we he dismantled like Warrington, really dismantled Frampton. Yeah, yeah. And I don't think Conlon could beat Frampton. So how you know what I mean? Well, styles make fights, different things. Yeah. Um, but God help me too, right? I know, I know, Michael Conlon's like he's from Belfast, and and uh, you know you get behind him and things like that. But God, it's boring, isn't it? It is a bit boring, like, like a style. Oh, and, oh I, wow. and I love the Adam Booth style usually, you know. But I just mean him generally, you know. It, like it's always, always going to points. He's not nothing. Negative, very negative style. Of- yeah, um, you you have to be a real purist to enjoy the fine art, you know, that he was doing. Like I watched that fight against them. Um, oh God, I'm gonna attempt this. Nikki Vickerton, Vickerton, the guy. Vicks. 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 The stuff you sniff yeah, whenever yeah. you've got COVID. It's a breath of fresh air. <laughs> um, no, the guy who basically uh, robbed him in the Olympics. You know, he, he had a rematch against him mm-hmm, in the mm-hmm. round. You know, and he, and he walked every round, and it was a shutout performance. It was really easy, but it was hard to watch. You know, I, I was just like, is that not who he was meant to fight last? Not Paddy's Day, it was summertime. Yeah, it was in the Falls Park year. And then your man basically figured out that he was like, here, actually, I'm not going to this because he would probably get, if Colin didn't beat him again, which Colin was obviously probably going to, um, he probably would have got murdered in the way out of the Falls Park by all of <laughs> Conlon's supporters. Um, but yeah, he is exciting in that, yeah, he's he's not big in the Irish, you know, he comes out with the tricolour and he's big from West Belfast and he has such a big following and... He's quite charismatic in that way, but like you say, yeah, he's not charismatic in his actual fighting style. Yeah, I mean, but th- this is boxing, you know, you, you don't know. Um, When you're tested at the high level, you either raise to the occasion, yeah. Um, and we have no way of knowing until until he's actually tested. So hopefully they get this uh, postponement over, or over with and he, he can get that fight out of the way, move on to the world title fights, and we can start seeing some unification fights in the featherweight division because there's some juicy fights out there to be made and I do want to say like in case God, I hardly won't but in case you ever listen to this like we're not trying to put him down because I would love to see him do it for boxing in Belfast and boxing in Ireland in general like I would love to see him do it I'm just sort of saying and maybe hopefully he does prove us wrong yeah. you know that sort of way absolutely um, and gonna... I also really like his brother Jamie <laughs> oh yeah Jamie yeah I like Jamie he's like, a good guy I like Michael's brother Jamie also ex-pro boxer uh, we're gonna have to. I'm probably gonna let you take the reins on this one, but uh, I don't know if anyone listened to uh, the TKO podcast with Carl Frampton. They had Sean and Courtney on, uh, professional female boxer, and six and zero now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's gathered quite a following now, hasn't mm-hmm. she? And exciting to watch too. Uh, also with Adam Booth, but she's more that should have been my segue. Yeah, you know she, that's how I should have. <laughs> but she's more exciting than Conlon. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, yeah. She's a lot more. She's so aggressive. Like, well, one of the things they talked about, or she was talking about, um, she talked about it before, is the fact that women boxers only fight uh, two minute rounds instead mm-hmm. of three minute rounds. Um, you know, and and not only that, they only fight for ten rounds. You know, they can never go up to twelve. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And they discuss uh, why this is could possibly be wrong. Sean Courtney thinks they should be allowed to fight for three-minute rounds, as do many others. However, I did some research on the matter, and uh, WBC uh, President Mauricio Solomon came out with a statement in 2017, and he said that it is for the safety of women fighters and not sexism. Uh, they have a doctor called Dr. Cho from UCLA Mm -hmm. and this is her statement here she says 
Neve doesn't know what I'm going to read to her, so I just want to catch her reaction. Yeah, he, he tried to tell me earlier on. I goes, no, do you know what? Here, just I don't know what by his face was, but I was like, I don't know if this is going to be good or bad, but just save it and tell me it on the podcast. And I'm, I'm a like reaction. Skeptical about. Okay. It. Anyway, <laughs> Doctor Joe says uh, the bone structure of women is different than men, specifically in the neck region, and women have an eighty percent. Uh, concussion possibility or eighty uh, percent concussion probability than men. Like a so higher. yeah, like a higher rate. Yeah. So concussions are deemed to happen when an athlete is dehydrated or fatigued. Um, and this is what Sean and Courtney was saying too. She thinks that uh, there's some science behind like apparently women don't hold water as well as men or something like that. But uh, yeah, that, that that's essentially the argument. Um. You know their bone structure and that they're 80 percent more likely although it is worth mentioning after digging a little bit deeper the wbc were pressed on this being like where did you get that statistic from Aye. you know like what are the numbers from that doctor yeah well the doctor this doctor a female yeah also? she's a female yeah dr right. joe yeah um and they asked her you know what statistics or whatever what 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 are uh what experiments have you done things like that um and they sort of refused to release the information as such so well, like you know it just so that just immediately brings it into repute a little bit I like proofs in the pudding there like yeah, it just it, well it just makes it seem I'm not even saying what there's like a bone structure maybe is different I don't know I'm not a doctor but uh, whether that has anything to do with the fact you know if the round is a minute longer or not well the reason as well Shannon was saying that she would pers- personally herself um like it to be a minute longer because it suits her state of fighting better and obviously if you hurt someone in boxing in a round they have more time to recover. Do you know what I mean? Like if you hurt someone in, if you hurt, and this is what Frampton was saying too, if you hurt someone in the first minute of a meal round, you have two more minutes to get them down. But in two minute rounds, if you hurt them, then they have a minute to run about, you know what I mean? And, and avoid you. And uh-huh. it's just a lot. And then with the, sh- with the, the fact that they're not even allowed 12 rounds as well, it's just, I, like I just think they're going to get hit. You're going to get hit. You're going to get hit. Like it's not going to. My, my point is, is like, <sighs> What what is the uneven playing field? I mean, it's women. A v women. Yeah, v women. Yeah, yeah. It's v you know, they're, they're same weight. They're both in the same situation, and also there's that argument too, right? So, if there's two minute rounds at the minute, but if it was three minute rounds and um, for twelve rounds mm-hmm. instead of ten, mm-hmm. you would pace it differently. That's why the amateur game is so different to the professional game. I'm you know, marathon via sprint, like yeah, amateur boxing is much more like a sprint in comparison to a professional game, where you have you know you sit on your shots, you wait, you have to be a lot more patient because you know you know, you're in for the long haul. And it's the same with the three-minute rounds. Um, and, and, you know, and with that theory, you would throw less punches. Aye. Do you know? Do you know what I mean? Like, it probably evens itself out. So are, they, are they really saving lives as such with the whole minute, having a minute shaved off the rounds? I don't know. I know, and that's what she was saying too. She was, she's knocked out her last two opponents in the sixth rounder. She doesn't even know. She hasn't even went the full six rounds, I don't think, yet. A Shannon Gartney, no, no. Uh, yeah. Because um, she's made, obviously, Oh, no, she definitely has. I'm pretty sure she has, yeah, because she... Uh, it was nearly a draw at one stage with one of her fights. I don't know. I need to look go back. I I think that was a four rounder though. That's what she was saying. Oh, maybe. Was, like, right. She lost the first round. She was like, "Oh crap!" sort of thing. Yes. Um. But yeah, no. Like the fact that she's knocked them out. You know, she's still knocking them out. She, they, they were going to get knocked out whether the rounds were longer or not. You know what I mean? Maybe she would have knocked them out quicker. Maybe it actually wouldn't have went the knockout because maybe that would have suited her opponent's style better I just think it's box and then this is what she says as well and obviously everyone can go back and listen to the podcast but she doesn't think it's going to change anytime soon because there were quite a few deaths related to boxing in the last year yeah. so they're trying to protect the fighters at whatever cost but it, you know what I mean they're not throwing they're not throwing her in with 
Frampton, you know, it's not a man versus a woman. It's a woman versus a woman. Same weight category, same level, same. They're both at that level of professional fighting. MMA, you know what I mean? MMA is such a, that's me and Lee have talked about before. Because MMA is quite a relatively new sport in that it's only really taken off in the last 10, not even 10, like five years. The women fight. Probably 10. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But, you know, the women fight the exact same amount of time as the men. What is it, five minute rounds? Uh, five, five minute rounds five, for five minute a rounds. championship fight, like a title fight. Yeah, and did you see your woman's, I don't know her name, I'm not really in them. Well, this is last weekend's fight. I, I'm really not into it either. Her but, head. Uh, yeah, she apparently it was a scrap and a half. I don't out, even know their names. No, I know. <laughs> she came out looking like your man, you're bound, everyone's bound I've seen on Twitter. She came out looking like your man from the Goonies, but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. But like, that's, I would actually argue that MMA is a more violent sport in that, you know, like, there's kicking, there's grappling, there's everything. I just think, I think it's a disgrace that it's, I just think they should be allowed to fight longer rounds. But I also think I'm really proud and happy that that was brought up in that podcast because I feel like it's never brought up. Like, has Katie Taylor been asked about this? I don't know, I don't know. I mean, I'd love to ask people about it. Uh, I know Nick Pete. Oh, they're always talking about it? They are always talking about it, yeah. But I know he, uh, Eddie Hearn was announcing the Katie Taylor and Amanda Serrano fight. Yeah. And, And on Twitter. And Nick Pete went straight under it. Any chance of you getting it on till, you know, 12, three minute rounds mm-hmm. or whatever? And uh, Eddie replied saying basically he has no say. And, and for know, us, it's nothing to do with No, it isn't, but like... he's still a massive, massive voice in the world of boxing, you know what I mean? Um, so he, he, he definitely has influence, like, but it really blew up the, like the tweet did, and everyone started getting involved on. So I, I think we're now at a stage where uh, it's getting talked about more frequently, you know, and I'm, I'm not even saying, like, let's just go and do it. But uh, release the information, or do or do you know, new studies. do more studies, yeah, yeah, um, and release it all, you know, and weigh it up. Let let's see, is it genuinely any safer for our, uh, women to have two minute rounds instead of three minute rounds, or the ten rounds instead of twelve max? Um, it not it doesn't. But again, it is because that's what I'm saying. MMA because it's so relatively new and it's quite equal in that. But boxing is such boxing is the oldest sport in the world. So it's quite archaic. The rules are quite archaic. It's ran by old white men who have been running it since, you know, the 50s. You know what I mean? Like, so that's why. And then Shannon, I feel like I'm just reiterating everything she said in that podcast. But she's even talking. We're just reviewing another podcast. We're just reviewing another podcast. She's even talking about the fact that, like, one of the belts is pink. Um, I think it's the the WBC belt has female the word female on it, but yeah, like, what, just take the word female off it, like, because yeah. it doesn't say male on the boys, just say, like, we know that they're not fighting the boys, why have it, why differentiate, like, yeah, um, but yeah, the other thing as well, the whole talking about water retention stuff, because she, um, that's the thing though, girls retain more water than boys, historically, sure, the whole, well, I, that's what I think, losing weight and stuff, it's Well, far. we were told that by a nutritionist once when we were cutting weight. Yeah. You know, that they retain water. I, me and Lee went to a sauna one time and we were in there for half an hour and you lost like 2kg and I had lost like nothing. Yeah, I think I lost more than that, I mean, to be fair. Yeah, it, like it, I it don't, insane. girls do not sweat as much as boys and especially, they talk about this too, the whole, um, I'm actually writing an article on this, periods, like, you know, whenever Shannon, Courtney said, what a thing to shout down to make periods. 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 <laughs> menstruation you're saying anchorman it's the menstruation the bears can smell it <laughs> um, 
But like she gains like four kg. I think it was Armand Serrano came out too and said, I, her last fight, God, I think it was Armand Serrano. She was on her period, her last fight. Or was it Molly McCann, the MMA Oh, fight. it may have been Molly McCann, I think. I, think I was like, Jesus, imagine having cramps and then next time someone's trying to kick you in your room as well. Fair play. Um, <laughs> that takes guts. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Girls A lot are, of guts. <laughs> girls are harder than the boys. But that's what Shannon said too. You know, she was like, she doesn't actually plan her fights around. She's like, look, I'll take a fight whenever. But it is harder whenever you're on your period to make weight because your body just will not let go of the water weight and you bloat and all the rest of it. It's not even a matter of because you're eating your weight in chocolate. <laughs> like, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, it definitely it definitely should be looked at and reviewed more. But even on, on that note, but this is just how, it sounds like I'm just going on a big feminist rant here. Um, but this is how sexist it is. That night that we were in the merchant that I'm talking about that we were watching that boy oh, yeah. in Shelby fight. Do you remember this? Yeah, this guy came up to us. I, this owl boy comes up and starts talking to Lee like, do you like the boxing and stuff? And Lee just, cause he was a, just because he was a man, he went automatically to Lee, right? And Lee looking to pawn him off to me because he wanted to watch the fight. was like, <laughs> oh, blah, blah. Because your mom was like, do you box yourself? And he was like, oh, so does she. Because he, I was like, oh, thanks. Pawn him off to me. Next thing he starts being like, oh, no, don't agree with that now. Girl, lady shouldn't box. And I was like, Right, why? Uh, he goes, he yeah. goes, why was me and my wife say, sure, you could get breast cancer. I just sort of locked at him and was like, are the punching the cancerous lumps into your breasts or? <laughs> yeah, but sort of super punching. I sort this. of said that and then I was like, all right. And then he just sort of walked away and I was like, where's the science behind that? Like, get the World Health Organization to ring me if that's the case. But you I don't need science if you just say things. I just, <laughs> just an owl by just being like, oh, me and my wife have talked about this. You're all, oh, you get breast cancer, you're getting punched in the boobs now. Well, I have, you can tell that there was no sport on this weekend because I delved again a little further <laughs> into this research to get some quotes. And I was thinking about, uh, you know, who else has spoke up about it, about these issues? Mm-hmm. And uh, Clarissa, Clarissa Shields, who is maybe the biggest name in female boxing, aligned with Kitty Taylor. She's definitely she, more of a slobber than Kitty Taylor, isn't she? Like, she, she loves, loves it. She loves Nile Rowe. Loves it. Kitty Taylor is quite like nice. She's on Twitter. It's, 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 one of the, it's, it's pure gangster, just calling everybody. Everyone's a bum. I love that. You're a bum. Only in boxing do you, do you call someone that you don't like a bum. I don't know why. I don't you know, know why. You never see footballers say, like, you're a bum. I love how she's American and I sort of gave her an East London Chisora sort of Was that accent your impression? I was like, you're, you're a bum. I don't know you're why I did that. Just <laughs> something like Chisora or White or someone. Well, this, this is weird. Now, clear, clear she's um, absolutely uh, an amazing fighter. You know, she's a two-division world champion. She's a two-time Olympic gold medalist. But interestingly, in 2018, she said... Three minute rounds would slow women's boxing down and right. make it more boring. However, recently, uh, I think in December there, uh, they asked her about why she doesn't have as many knockouts on her resume mm-hmm. as she should do. Mm-hmm. And she came out and said, um, I don't have enough time to knock people oh, out. Ah, here we go now. <laughs> you know, if I had three minute rounds, uh, I would be able to knock these people out. And we need to be the same as the men. So I can't help but feel it was maybe just suiting her yeah it was just suiting her at that time now she won three minute rounds she might not um, even remember saying the first thing well, that's it that's it I mean, or she it, maybe she got a bit better media training since then and she's like oh you know don't know I mean I don't know uh, do you think it would actually make women's box more exciting well it will it will encourage knockouts but then that's what they're saying if there's more knockouts then they're more in danger surely but this whole thing like it slows it down but it's all about your style and your style of fighting yeah Michael Conlon is boring but he fights three minute rounds yeah do you know what I mean? Like, like what if you if you put him down to two minute rounds, is that going to make him more exciting? Because he's more to do. He has to get more done in that length of time. Mm. Sorry to sound like I'm completely slating him, but I'm saying just because of the premise of this 
podcast what we were talking about earlier like I just know like that's a joke like do you why it's all about your if you're a born fighter you're a born fighter if you're an exciting fighter you're an exciting fighter like it doesn't really matter yeah like if you're a knockout artist and you're going to knock someone out you know you're going to get like, that's what they're going to try to do in two minutes, three minutes, one minute, whatever. They used to fight 15 rounds, right? Yeah. And then that got taken down because Ali thought he was going to die that time. Well, it isn't. That's no, just, not just it's because just a, of that. That's just I mean. a case study that people yes. use as an example. Right. Uh, but it was like 1982, so years after. Yes, right. Years and years after saying, before the rules actually ever changed. But what 15 I'm, to 12. Yeah, so what I'm saying is, you know, Ali and all were fighting 15 minute rounds. Then it went down to 12 rounds. Like, was Tyson less exciting? You know, if Tyson had had been fighting 15 rounds but he had been more exciting do you know what I mean this whole potato potato like it's yeah. tomato tomato potato potato I didn't say that <laughs> potato tomato I don't think I said that right there Ari. you go but no I just think I just think it's making excuses and saying things for the sake of saying it and um, Clarissa Shields I think is just sort of saying whatever suits her like she I, she's a headbanger like it's she class. is a headbanger you'd love to actually she's very get, entertaining I really like her you'd love to get someone to interview her saying well actually we've got this clip from back then like what are you you know has anyone actually called her out on it the fact that she's completely contradicted I'm not calling that woman out on no. anything <laughs> ever speaking about her what about her calling and on about Ali calling Leila Ali out of retirement yes to... this is Muhammad Ali's daughter mm-hmm. Um, she retired 2000... oh my god 2007 2007 she's I been retired since 2007 she used to be the, the queen of the female boxing division and uh, Clarissa Shields what more than 10 years later is now, is now calling for her out of retirement and it kind of looks like it might happen she's 42 like she's 40, is she actually only 42 I thought she was older she's 42 she's quite a like I don't know a lot about her to be fair but in terms of like American media she's like a media personality now too like I think oh, really? she's like cook, cooking shows or she like presents and stuff but she's oh, oh my god no disrespect to her but she's like 42 year old woman she's put on a bit of weight like she'd need a just Boston really 10 years Aye. 13 years is that it 13, 13 years yeah and in fairness like you know she was an amazing boxer too how could you not be with your dad and all the rest of it but she wasn't she's more famous now because of her media personality rather than and because of her dad rather than her own boxing career even though she had an amazing career but it's because female boxing wasn't that big back then female boxing only yeah. got sure it wasn't in the Olympics to 2012 yeah exactly Do you know, and then Katie Taylor kind of made it big I don't know if Katie, Katie Taylor did make it big she made it big here she There's made it no big in Ireland it yeah. here in Ireland yeah, but um Downside, whatever. General fight sports as well, like the fact MMA and stuff has made boxing, female boxing more prominent too. So it's a bit like mm, if Leila Ali had been in her prime during this time with social media and, you know, the world's a lot smaller, fight sports are more prominent and prevalent for females. Maybe she would have been a lot more famous too um, for her own boxing rights and not just like her dad and, and all that sort of legacy. But um, well, you were saying, you were like, oh God, I don't think she should come out of retirement. But I was like, here... Pacquiao and Mayweather, I know Mayweather's technically retired, but you know Mayweather, like he'd come out tomorrow yeah. and say he's fighting again, but they're in their 40s and they're still trucking on like... Yeah, but it's the lack of activity, isn't it? 13 years without it. I'm sure you know, she's it's been... One, it's, one, it's one thing being the age, but if you if your last fight was 38 and you came out of retirement in, when you're 40, it's only two years out of the ring, really. But How long? Well, what is... How is the... Do you know off the top of your head the longest amount of time that anyone has done that? Like oh yeah, meals. off the top of my head, I know all of these encyclopedic no, things. No, but you know I what just I mean? don't want to tell you. Uh, but like, do you remember George Foreman wanted it like? Oh, George Foreman was uh, he was a bit ridiculous too. Yeah, he's oh. the he, he became the oldest heavyweight champion ever at forty five. But how long was he out? A good way. That's that's my <laughs> official. Probably not as long as thirteen years. A good way. Yeah, 
No, probably not that. <laughs> no, definitely not that. No, no way. Um, here? That's insane. But here, what a legend she would be. It could be like, what? Is it Rocky Five? Rocky's been out of the game for like 10 years. No, that's six. You're thinking it's six? Six, yeah. Don't you, I, I know my Rocky's now. Has, be... a big, has a big speech with his dad. That was a shite movie in comparison with the rest of the Rocky movies, but that one speech with his son. Yeah. And like, it ain't about how many times... No, what? I can't even... <laughs> it ain't about how hard you Lee get Campbell, hit. folks, journalist, quoting or not quoting anything. It ain't about how hard life hits you. Or it ain't about how hard you get hit. It's about... You know what? You know what? Yeah, I just let... I really enjoy watching you struggle. It's about yeah. how hard you get hit and keep coming forward. You gotta keep coming forward. Is that your Stallone impression? Yep. Do your Stallone impression. Go. <laughs> no, I can't. Please. Please. Adrian. <laughs> Me shouting at Adrian the other night whenever he absolutely banjanked Liverpool's Champions League. Yes. Adrian. I was using a lot more explicit words than well, his name. <laughs> but you're here at Champions League and the Premier League might be totally obsolete now, so we're still Champions Europe. Yo. <laughs> that's neither here nor there um, COVID-19 is a Man United conspiracy <laughs> <laughs> that's still be in the Champions this is our last actually. ever podcast <laughs> yeah. for various legal reasons but yes but yeah that would be you know she could be like Rocky from Rocky 6 where she could be like Rocky when he comes out of retirement and yeah like he's like in his 50s or something complete underdog I know and it's almost like he's acting or something it's mad he doesn't win though sure he doesn't <laughs> but it's all like the respect <laughs> that's it yeah he's doing it for her respect I wonder what her dad would say if he were God rest his soul. Probably something hilarious because that man is a legend. <laughs> However, uh, moving on, um, just going to—I wasn't going to talk about this, but I'm just going to shamelessly use a filler hypothetical <laughs> topic to no feed out this, oh. yeah, to feel out this uh, podcast because I mean there's no sport to talk about really. Um, but in our boxing group chat, I. As of literally seconds ago, mm-hmm. it is kicked off. I get her on again. Yeah, because people have been. Uh, someone someone put in a, a graphic. Uh, Prey Mike Tyson v Prey Muhammad Ali, and this is sort of just a lazy boxing debate now to have because <laughs> I mean they've been having it since Mike Tyson burst onto the scene mm-hmm. in the eighties. But your opinion, Mike Tyson v Muhammad Ali in their prime? Go. My favorite boxer is actually Mike Tyson, uh-huh. um, just because of his whole personality as well as everything else is box I like his boxing style. I would like to box like him, albeit at a very more novice amateur level, peekaboo and all that, but um I I think I think Ali. You think Ali? Oh, or you just agree with me? I think Ali, obviously. everyone in the group chat everyone my boxing coach included all said uh, Mike Tyson. And I can totally see why I sound like I'm really against him. I think he was amazing. I mean oh, I he, love him, that's yeah, why I'm getting yeah, in there that he's my he favourite boxer. He's such a destroyer, especially like that young twenty one year old Mike Tyson, you know. He um, was fully trying to kill you, like um, but he yeah. was he was a headbanger, like 'cause like we both read his autobiography and he even says like once he went to therapy and sort of got himself sorted out because his childhood and all was so traumatic, it was like he got that sort of... Lost that killer instinct. Just yeah, such, he was. Yeah. He was trying to kill people, like, so... Yeah. Well, my thing is, uh, I just think, look at Mike Tyson's opposition, and then look at... This is exactly what I was going to say, yeah. Muhammad Ali's opposition, and the people Muhammad Ali yeah. beat. Um, Muhammad Ali always found a way, you know, and he was ruled off so many times, or uh, wrote off so many times before saying that he didn't have a chance in hell. And um, when he fought Sonny Liston the first time, I mean, it was just... It was a formality. No one thought that this loudmouth kid thought he was too skinny for the division. Uh, Sonny Liston was very much like Mike Tyson at the time, even though he was the, the baddest man on the planet, the most feared guy. Mm-hmm. Um, real, 
uh, rough reputation outside of boxing as well. Um, and Ali took him apart, had a rematch, did it again. Um, you know, and it, that propelled him on to, to bigger and better things. Uh, then he had that three-year hiatus because uh, of the army and all of that. But came back. Yes, he did lose to Joe Frazier and he lost to Ken Norton. Um, but to give some context to that, uh, George Foreman came out of nowhere, uh, beat Joe Frazier, knocked him down something like seven times. Um, something really, really ridiculous. And Muhammad Ali, who lost to Joe Frazier, the man being knocked down by this monster that is George Foreman, said, yeah, I'll hammer George Foreman, no problem. And obviously nobody believed him. Just completely ruled out, you know, it it, it shouldn't even happen. They were arguing, he was 31, he'd been out of the ring, all that. Um, he shouldn't be in the same ring as George Foreman. And he he, he just, the rumble in the jungle, uh, rope a dope, all of that, you know. Um, when you're the greatest, you find a way to win. And that's what he did. It's complete mentality. Um, yeah, he fully, fully believed he was going to win. And he boxed George Foreman's head off, floored him in the seventh round, finito. Then he had his rematch, uh, two rematches with Joe Frazier. Beat him, both, beat them both times at that. Uh, rematches with Ken Norton, beat them as well. He lost, went on to lose to Leon Spinks when he was really past it, long past it. But another rematch there and he won again. You know, he was three-time heavyweight champion of the world. Uh, I just think the people he's beat, the opposition he was in, and the fact that they're all legends in their own right, I, you know, um, George yeah. Foreman, Joe Frazier, who has Mike Tyson really beat of that calibre? Uh, you know, Trevor Burbick and Laurie Holmes was way past it, but that's the biggest name in my opinion. See, this is the two of them. But then Tyson did genuinely believe, like Ali, believed that... I will win then I am going to be the best and you know he did have yeah. that mindset too but yeah, like yeah. and this is what they were saying on and you interviewed another podcast Mike Costello and Steve Bunce for BBC 5 Live yeah. did a podcast for the 30th anniversary of Buster Douglas beating Mike Tyson oh yeah yeah but they were talking about that like even then like Mike Tyson's head wasn't in it in Japan and stuff and they were no. like, like that should have been seen even before he went on like people should like but does that see, not go down as an attribute you know Ali never had but that. But that's what that's what I was about to say. I like Ali never had that. You know, he faced adversity and came through it. Like the surely yeah. was in jail and all. Like. Yeah, no, exactly. Well, Tyson was in jail. That's a totally different you know, story. You know what? But you know what I mean. Like even so, the political. Terry Atlas stuff. came out. This is Terry Atlas came out and said on the Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> it's just another podcast <laughs> we're reviewing. You can just come, come here, here to get all uh, like a condensed version of all the best podcasts yeah. out there. Um, yeah. So if you're short on time, his and her boxing is the place to be. Uh, but Terry Atlas, who uh, was part of Mike Tyson's training team, um, came out and said very recently and very controversially that Mike Tyson isn't a great uh, heavyweight boxer because he never actually came through adversity. Every yeah. single time he was met with a challenge, like a real, oh my God, what are you going to do here? Mm-hmm. Backs against the ropes. How are you going to prevail? They said he never did. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? When Buster Douglas knocked him down. You know, he didn't get back up and win. You know, mm-hmm. he didn't find a way that time. Uh, both fights against Evander Holyfield, you know, he was beat uh, convincingly. And Lennox Lewis, you know, he was beat. People were saying uh, he beat Frank Bruno twice. And Frank Bruno, love Frank Bruno, but uh, it was, it's, he's not on that level. You know, he, he was good enough to be world champion and that was great and stuff. But there's world champion and then there's elite world champions. He still complains as well, the fact, and this annoys, this annoys me and I love him so much, but he complains about the fact that the referee gave, whenever he knocked Douglas down, the referee gave him too long of a count. And he's like, well, I knocked him down before he knocked me out, sort of thing. Yeah. But you're like, you It's can't, just that stubborn defiance that But you can't go on that. Though. The other thing is, in terms of the whole Ali, and I don't know if this is a silly thing to make, on my like a silly comment to make on my behalf, but the whole, 
Do you know what? Heavyweights now are so, like, they look physically different than they did during Ali's time. Like, look at AJ, look at Anthony Joshua, like, you yeah, know, yeah, like, yeah. Ali, but no real heavyweights back during Ali's time had that sheer mass. Oh, George Foreman, massive guy. Aye, but like, I don't know, like Tyson was a bit, like Tyson was yeah. small and compact yeah. and he was really muscly. I just think face against Ali, Ali would have been a lot lighter on his feet because less muscle. Muscle yeah. is heavy. Muscle yeah. actually makes you gas more. I think that's what happened to AJ, you know, in the first Ruiz fight and yeah. stuff as well. Like it definitely contributed to it. So I think that could be a contributing factor as well. Even yeah. the fact that Ali's, and Ali, like you're saying, could change his styles to face the difficult opponents he came across whereas and I love Mike Tyson's pick with Busey, but he never che- he never changed it. Like it was just this is where I'm going. Well, once Kevin Rooney left, him, his defense went yeah. sort of out the window. That head movement, but I mean, he was just he was so sharp. Yeah, Mike Tyson. Um, if anyone ever gets a chance to, you showed me this to YouTube. This YouTube, uh, and AJ does it too. The neck exercises. Oh yeah. That they do. Oh Insane. my god. They look. They look like they're going to break their neck, and they even say like they take a video of Mike Tyson doing it back in the day, and he and they're like, do not do this at home because. Their necks, obviously, because their heads are going yeah. back when they get punched really hard, especially in the heavyweight division. Their necks have to be so thick and so no. like Mike Tyson's neck is like the size of like my both my thighs put together. Oh, it's bigger than my future, like you know? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's bigger, it. bigger than the future of this podcast. Yeah, <laughs> this podcast has no future no. if the sport continues to. Oh my god, shout out to John O'Carroll who actually wrote to me about the podcast too. Yes, Woo! John, we can confirm last week on the podcast we asked the Question that was on the tip of everybody's lips. Uh, tip of the lips. Does John O'Carroll get his eyebrows done and how are they so perfect? Well, Neve is here with an exclusive answer. Neve. Hey, I tagged him on my Instagram, you know, about the podcast. Neve wrote back and he goes, well, what's the crack? Started talking and he listened to it and he said it was very good, first of all. Two smiley faces. And then he says, uh, as for the eyebrows, I've had them threaded once, just the once. But no, he does not get them done. He says he plucks them when they get a wee bit out of control. But there's no fine shaping. There's no beauty salon. There's no uh, hot hot towels, you know. So uh, I don't think he I don't think he gets anywhere waxed or threaded or anything. Like so, that. Some people are just blessed. And because I was also saying, uh, you know, no, he's really dark skinned and stuff. I thought he maybe had. Oh yeah, you were questioning his, his heritage. heritage. Yeah, I thought he had a wee bit of turk in there. He says he paid three hundred pound or something last year to actually trace his heritage. Oh yeah. To find this out, and no, he is Irish and Scottish descent, so pure Gaelic. Uh, so that's that's that red up for anyone else who gives a gush like me. Any any other weirdos out there who care yeah. about this stuff? But here now we know. Now we know. This is a we we get to the bottom of these questions. Um, so all the people we talked about today are obviously going to get back to us with yeah. their feedback. Yeah, Michael Conlon's going to come to our door. Oh boy. <laughs> that maybe won't go down as well. I'm looking forward to seeing Mike Tyson though. No, wait, <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> After seeing Mike Tyson. Remember Mike Tyson did a meet and greet in Dublin not that long ago and we were going to go, but then I think it got cancelled. I think it got cancelled too. You pay like 400 quid and you go and meet him. I, I would, like, I would. I'd meet him, yeah. And then I would lay about my, my how I think an Ali and Tyson fight But then, go. one of the boys in our, in our group, Rob, said that Ali, Name Ali, drop. Ali, uh, Ali, Rob, Ali even said himself that Tyson would have beat him. Where, where is this? Uh, no, Mike Tyson said it too, though. I mean, it's just retired fighters just blowing smoke up. No, 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 no. I, Ali said. That I know, Tyson I know. Him. But, but Tyson, did he say that? But Tyson then said Ali would as well. Oh you know? right. Yeah. I there, no, there's that. a really famous. It might have been Parkinson interviewing them, but they had through them. Were Mike all, right? Tyson. They had Joe Frazier and they had Ali. Ali. Well, maybe it was George Foreman. God, it's a really old interview. I just remember Mike Tyson was wearing all white in what was 
I think stylish back then. That is real but pimped out. My God, it was it was, it was weird. But uh, you know they both just respect each other, and I'm not saying as well that that, that a prime Mike Tyson can't beat a Muhammad mm. Ali. You know if they fought three times, you know you could see it being one apiece. Things like that. I'm not saying there's no version of Tyson that doesn't beat Ali. I just think if they were to fight ten times, Ali would uh, come out the better of that uh, majority of the time. I just think as well, like Tyson looked up to Ali, so it's like. Would he even be as good of a boxer as he was if Ali wasn't there? Do you know what I mean? Like, uh, well, we're not saying Tyson or that Ali didn't exist. No, <laughs> we're I just know. saying they fought each other. <laughs> In an alternative universe, isn't it? Existential um, problem. But yeah, so that's crack. If you let us know your thoughts at tweet us what who you think would have. Yeah, at his and her boxing, please. Nobody follows us. <laughs> Please follow us. <laughs> and follow and subscribe to us on like iTunes and Castbox and everything Leave us saying. But Spotify is pretty good. Yeah, Spotify is one I use. But uh, let me just warn everybody because Mama even said this herself. She goes, Now I want to follow you on Spotify, but does that mean I have to pay for anything now? And I was like, No, Ma, you pay uh, for Oh, we are completely free. This is this is um free labour. I love how my ma didn't even want to put money towards it though. My oh god, no. Like, I think, no, you pay your Spotify subscription, you don't have to pay me anything. She's like, right, right, right. I was just afraid in case I was signing up or something. I was like, however, uh, Mary, your lovely mother, is helping her range of listeners. Because, uh, <laughs> you, you know, we were uh, using the statistics and stuff of feedback to find out, you know, how many people were listening and genders. I and like what demographic they are from or whatever. And, Six percent of our listeners are aged like forty-five to sixty, which is the bracket my math falls in. But so that's definitely that one. That, one <laughs> that, that is your mother. And one woman. Unless, unless there's like tea parties and book clubs somewhere. God, ever, she hasn't got a clue really, either. Like she doesn't. She doesn't know. know about the boxing. Just, sure. just likes to hear her voices. Yeah. So shout out to Mary. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Okay, well, that's another episode. Please tune in again next week. Uh, Monday mornings is when we plan on having all our episodes released. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't forget to subscribe. And we'll just sign off with a bit of on this day. Yeah, so on this day, so I've been scouring the internet. On this day in 1985, Larry Holmes TKO'd David Bay, B-E-Y, to get the WBC World Champion. Oh, so there you go folks there you go what a useless pub general knowledge information you could use in a pub quiz in the future you never know you, you never, never know. know but yeah okay bye bye